0: I like beer, it makes me a jolly good fellow, I like beer, it helps me
1: unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow, makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host Jeff.
0: And I'm your host Jeff. Tonight we've got the doctor. Aloha. And uh, sound guy Tom. Check
2: one, two, check one, two.
0: Back in the studio. A lot of field trips. Had a good time. A in of, a lot of cool places, uh, met a lot of cool people, as always. With good beer. With great beer, yeah.
1: That's why we started this. True. Right. Friends who love good beer telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast.
0: And I don't know if you realize it, but tonight we are actually podcasting on National Drink of Beer Day.
1: Mm. So right. cheers to that. did know that. Yeah, cheers.
0: <laughs> and then I guess it's a,
1: apropos that we've already opened a beer. Mm-hmm. Of course. clank. Clank. I had to make it official. Yeah. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool,
3: and join us. Hey, doctor coming to you from my bidet. And I was thinking I'd really like a nice cold beer. So can you all buy me a beer, please? Not a coffee. Go to I like beer, the click on Buy Me a Coffee, and buy me a beer. Hey, we're getting a second bidet in the house sold now. Nice. Which we did our bathroom, I had a different bathroom. Kids' bathroom. Oh, is this going on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't know. We'll see. It depends on how much time we got left. Sign up for a membership. Get premium content
3: like, like Whiskey
0: Wisdom with Father Joe. <laughs> like bidets with the doc.
3: <laughs> I thought we were just shooting the shit I didn't yeah, on of the podcast. Well, speaking of bidets, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's buy me a coffee. Yes, <laughs> click on the link in the website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Listeners, we've been asking you to go to the website, <laughs> click on it. You don't even have to do anything. That's true. Just go there. Just look at That's it. That's right. Shows a click. shows someone visited the website. That's really helpful for us. So please check out the podcast's website. Ilikebeardthepodcast.com. What are we checking? Tom made a special trip. That's right.
2: I did. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Belching Beaver. Uh, last week I was over there and Lauren took great care of us as we were saying goodbye to a fellow employee. And she turned me on to this tropical gangster. It's Kettle Sour 5.5. So I went back today and grabbed a fresh crowler, And uh, I met up with Peter. He's the uh, R&D brewer over there at Belching Beaver. He and I had a great conversation. And uh, he highly recommended this beer as well. So it tastes like fruit juice in the morning to me. I don't know about you boys. It looks like fruit juice in the morning as well. It does as well, exactly. Murky. We Even know. smells like it. Yeah. I, th- I think I think talent said it best. It's like that Costco juice—the banana, strawberry, pineapple juice. Yeah,
3: yeah. You, know, you, you could add some rum to this. Could be a good chocolate <laughs> drink. <laughs> I know, right?
2: It's
3: so
1: got a little bit of the banana, but the guava yeah. the and the guava mango. comes
3: through. Man- mango comes through a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've been fighting
1: off a little bit of a cold, so this is this feel, is exactly what you need. I
0: think it's good for that. I think you know it'd be really good too. Is think about if it's just a hot, hot day and you're like sitting yeah. out by the at the beach or the pool. It's like almost like a tropical drink.
3: We need to sit by the pool and the beach more often because there's a lot of beers we keep saying that about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And uh, Belching Beaver, so he's an R&D. He's an R&D brewer, yes. Peter, there's new sours every time we go there. Yeah, there's
0: new beers. They constantly are are trying new things and new beers. And like I said, I think uh, almost every time I go there, they have a new sour and then they have some of their their kind of stalwarts, their core beers. I, I really like their I still think the I'll still call it the, the original Miso Honey. Um <laughs> I am not sure what it's called. What's it called? Must be the honey. Must be the honey, honey now honey, yeah. is what it's called. Uh is a great beer. That's just a great go to beer. And uh, I like their Mexican lager. The Buenos Tiempos is also one mm. of my one of my favorite when I go over there. And I I'll be honest with you, for us North County wise, locally, it's probably one of the best restaurants slash breweries. I was going to say, we're mm-hmm. there a lot because yeah, they have their dry rub wings are delicious. Their Nashville yeah. sliders are so good. And, and uh, no, they make they great pizzas. So like I said, I think from a, a standpoint, if you're looking for a place to get Beer, but with really good food, and if you have a wine drinker, it uh, it plays off as well. So that's why yeah. we end up
1: there a lot of times too. I've been getting there the blueberry muffin. Yeah, that's weed, a good. Wheat ale. Yeah, and the their hellas log. It's funny
0: when you say blueberry muffin, all I think about is the um, Great Notion one because that. Oh.
1: <laughs> their theirs taste a little bit more like beer and a little less like a blueberry yeah, muffin. Yeah. But I'm okay with yeah. that. I'm okay with the beer tasting a little bit more like a beer.
0: Right. That's
1: Actually, that. you
3: know, my family whenever they come to my house or come, visit San Diego, they always want a honey butter, which is about. You go and you ask for like, you know, seventy-five percent the miso honey and then like twenty-five percent of the peanut butter stout. Mm. Yeah.
1: You ordered me that one time and so it good. was really good. So good. it's a dessert. I mean, it really is. <laughs> well, thank you. Belching beer. Yeah, thank cheers. you, Tom, for picking yeah. it up and cheers, cheers everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Nice to be back in the studio. Salute on National Salute. Drink a Beer Day. Hmm. Don't drink so fast because we need a beer in hand. Because it's time for toast roast and pour one out. talk about beer in hand i saw i did some research like you do talent and i saw what the doctors are up to in australia yeah two beers a day where you found some research says a beer a day does all kinds of good that's good two beers a day well you know what they say two beers
0: one is good two is
1: better and here's why two beers a day slashes your risk of dementia by 30 percent. what do three beers do I'm assuming more and better. 66 better 66
0: Thank yes. you. For my mathematicians that's, out there.
1: That's the research coming out of Australia. So basically,
0: if you can nail four to five beers a day, you're, 100%. you're golden. <laughs> golden. You're golden. <laughs> no one will know or understand no what you're saying or doing, but you <laughs> have yeah. zero go- You'll light. have no dementia. You'll drunk. be drunk. <laughs> that's,
4: and that's <laughs> probably have
1: dementia? Yeah. No, no he's, he's drunk. Drunk. <laughs> that's right. He's probably. been doing that for years. Yes, perfect. Well, here's the interesting other side of it. Uh, the people most at risk. People that don't drink at all. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say wine drinkers. Uh, No, the people People that don't don't drink at all are with the most at risk. And usually find they're
2: they're the most uptight, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they're living dangerously. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wound too tight. Who else got toast? I got a bunch of them. Oh, okay. Buckle buckle up. up. It's it's Uh, been a while. The timer is three, two, one, and go. So September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Oh dear! And, and I, oh dear! And I, no, no, no! no, no. And I figured, and I figured, I give everybody <laughs> and our listeners an update about my niece Sabina and her battle with cancer. And I'm happy to report that she had her port removal surgery last week, Sabina, uh, which means Ooh. that she doesn't need any more chemotherapy. Right on! Right? Which means that she is pretty much cancer-free at this point. So, toast to you, Sabina. We're really happy for you. That's awesome. Second one I had is heads
0: up, Sabina. You're underage. So make sure it's non-alcoholic. I'm just I'm just gonna say PSA. Right? Sean, don't, Sean, don't advocate. Are you, you listening, don't Sean? underage drinking. Just Kate. Funny. Sure, Tom's over right. there trying to promote that. I'm saying
2: no. <laughs> Drawing a hard line on the underage drinking. Thanks for keeping me in line. There Tom. you go. <laughs> Second one I want to give a shout out to is Albert Pujols. Uh, last oh, Friday night against uh, talent's beloved Dodgers, hit his 700th home run. He joins the elite club of Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds in that club. Uh, and like Aaron, Pujols got to the 700 club without a single 50-home run season. Uh, he hit his first home run in 2001, by the way, over 20 years ago. So congrats, Albert, your class act. And speaking you of more think class... think he
3: juiced? Probably. Oh, of course. At this age. Well, I don't think so. He's a juicer. Yeah.
2: They I they all think juice. They all juice. <laughs> they all juice. Is he from the Dominican
3: Republic? Well, just a little he's tropical a gangster.
2: Yeah, well, juicer. what are you going to do if you get ringworm? Well, you know what? It, that's if that's he did it, he's done worm. it for over 20 years and never been caught. So, one yeah. more well, reason i yeah. raise a glass. That's <laughs> not that hard. So, but anyway, and speaking of more class, uh, I want to toast the BYU football team, who a couple weeks ago before their choose. game against Oregon, uh, they laid flowers at the gold-colored four-yard line in honor of Spencer Webb, the Oregon tight end who tragically died this last summer. Dude. Uh, then times. they and then they it's performed a, another gesture that actually outdid that. They had uh, their offensive tackle Kingsley. I don't want to kill his name. Suamataya. Yeah, Suamataya. Uh, that's, that's how they pronounce it. There you go. There you go. Uh, who was an Oregon Orem High product? Who initially signed with the Oregon last year before transferring home to Utah uh, and BYU? He carried a special tribute flag onto the field that included Webb's number eighteen on the University of Oregon flag. So kudos to BYU and showing a little class there and uh, respect for uh, a fallen fellow player. So, and then it
0: was nice of them to go out and lose to Oregon as well. So that was nice yeah, for the Oregon Ducks Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And
2: the tribute was actually special to Sumatea, uh, who actually played with Webb during his time uh, when he was in Oregon last year. Ah, so, nice. what uh, a kudos to that. Yeah. Last but not least on the Toast Frontier. Happy birthday to my dad, PB. You would have been 85 today. So here's to you, nice. PB. That's- thinking of you. Love you. This one is a combo. It's a one-two punch. It's a toast roast. Uh, first, I want to raise a glass to Firefighter Joe, uh, who has continued the search and bringing us beers all the time. He reached out to me over the weekend, wanting to drop off some more beers. Went over to his house and uh, graciously accepted his most recent offering, one of which we'll have tonight. So thank you, Firefighter Joe for your continued support of the podcast. But the story didn't end there. You see, I had to pick up the beer Sunday morning before he he was headed to the airport with his wife, Leslie, and a couple of friends to go on another trip. And not just any other trip, boys, but another beer trip. And not just any beer trip, a trip to Germany to celebrate Oktoberfest in nice. Germany. Oh,
1: good job, Firefighter Joe. Nice, Joe. Joe. So Bro- toast, so toast to go. you, Firefighter
2: Joe, for going the big this year. But I want to throw out a little minor roast for not inviting us along to go yeah, with you. Yeah,
3: where are we going to go to? We need to brought podcasts from Oktoberfest.
2: I, I, yeah. I think it's at Holiday Park this weekend. Sure. La <laughs> <Le> Mesa? <Mace. laughs>
0: yeah, one of them. I don't know one of the parks. There's a bunch of them. So,
2: Toast to you, Firefighter Joe. Hope you have fun in Germany. Think of us while you're drinking all those beers. Be safe. And last but not least, do I everything got, we would do. Yes, right. I have a uh, toast pour. So beloved James Earl Jones, who has voiced Darth Vader for nearly fifty years in the Star Wars films, is retiring from his world-famous role.
3: Oh, they said he died.
2: No, no, he's still it's alive the same and kicking, thing, pretty much. The 91-year-old Jones, who played the iconic bad guy since the original Star Wars in 1977, last uttered a line for the character in 2019's The Rise of Skywalker. But not to be forgotten, however, Jones has signed off on archival voice recordings to be used by young filmmakers who plan to utilize artificial intelligence synthetic speech technology. Say that five times fast to recreate Jones' younger voice from his previous films for future Lucasfilm products.
0: It shows we can all
2: be replaced. Yep, we're all replaceable. Even James Earl Jones is replaceable. There you go. So while we've seen the last of James Earl Jones, we have not heard the last of Darth Vader. Mm. Toast to you, James Earl Jones. Without your voice, Darth Vader would not be one of the ultimate badasses, villains in history. That's all I got. Sure. (laughs) We got more time. I'm done. (laughs) Okay. Don, what do you got for toast?
0: Well, I, I have one toast, I'll keep it sh- really short. No, but uh, just this is actually important because uh, it the day this is supposed to release, uh, Fat Bear Week is back.
3: Oh, yeah, um,
0: yes. and the brackets actually come out today. Oh, the Ooh. day I yeah, have a release. Have my classes uh, Defending Champ 480 Otis is looking to defend his chat title. Uh, voting will run from October 5th to 11th, so make sure you find him and follow it. Uh, download your bracket. And and check it out. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Actually, yeah. right now, I mean, this will be done by the time, but they're doing a junior bear, fat bear week where they're ch- checking out all the juveniles. And uh, the winner of that one, that voting... Don't say gonna, that again. And the winner of Someone that Someone could one. cut that out of context and yeah. you lose oh, your job. Juvenile bears. Yeah. okay checking out all the juvenile checking out all the juvenile the chubby little juvenile bears uh and the winner of that gets to compete against the big guy so that's oh, my toast because oh. I'm a big fat bear weak guy so um I'm just yeah. a big fat bear weak guy yeah and i uh, that's it that's what that's my toast so that's always fun and I like your updates you give us yeah well I'll be watching I follow a lot I mean really that's why I get up each morning check out the brackets see what the the betting line is on it odds, yeah that kind of stuff so it's it's,
3: it's can, Yeah. can you bet
0: on that uh, I do. <laughs> I don't think it's legal. What are the odds yeah, on Otis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two to one? <laughs> but Otis right now is looking really good. Um, yeah, he, he looks, he's looking good. Actually, the guy that looks the best is 747. Mm. Uh, oh, that, he was he a winner. Two, two years ago, no, He I think, was a two-time two two, winner. 20, yeah, he's, he's huge. No. Um, I think it's a he, but I, I don't know. So, But it's all about the, uh, the weight fluid, gain. I think. Yeah. Yes, it is about the weight gain. So, and it's also comes down to like, sometimes people like the underdog. So we'll see what happens. Mm. It's not just about mass. Is it? It's personality too. I think there is some personality to it as well. Yeah, and the talent talent section part of it, the bathing suit area. There's a lot of different parts of the factory. It's all league. the bathing suit. Yeah, they, do so, they bear it all? I don't even all. know what the rest yeah, of it's for. They bear it for. all. Yes, uh, yes. they uh, bear it all. So, but yeah, check it out. Cat Cat, Cat May is the uh, the name of the park, and it's their their stuff's awesome. There's it's such a cool thing, and definitely on the very short list of places that are must visit. So if you're looking for just a reason to get up in the morning, yeah. that's where your
1: life is now. Mm-hmm. Now you got a reason. Yeah,
3: they've got great. Have you seen those those uh, on YouTube? Those live webcams? Oh like yeah. the bears that's sitting cat, in the river. It's awesome. Yeah, it's all at that that yeah. cat may place because they just yeah. sit there and chow down on. Yeah. on uh, you know I would be a good. We should just go sit there and drink beer and watch yeah. bears all day. That yeah. would be a fun day. Entertainment. That would be a sit, great. Day. Sit on the lodge, the side of the river. Yeah, and you we can just sit there and place bets on the bear. Who's gonna catch the salmon next? It'd be right. a good time. I
1: think talent may have a betting problem when it comes to bears. So I don't want to encourage yeah. that behavior, but I'll do the sitting on the
0: log.
3: No, I think so. No, lodge. <laughs> log or log a log, too a log well. next yeah, to the lodge. Yeah, yeah. They actually have,
0: log- have they have um bear viewing platforms. So they almost mm-hmm. have like bridges, so you're up above the action and you can check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they do, yeah. yeah no, yeah. yeah. Well you don't want to be <laughs> in there. the
3: action. Those things are eating <laughs> that, anything and everything. All right, that just moved high on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah, want like, so, to them- like, sit there, yeah. drink beer. And watch the bears eat salmon all day. It's very cool. Yeah. Nice. Sounds like a good day, doesn't it? It, it sounds like a great day. It yeah, sounds like a, a day. <laughs> I thought you were talking like the week. Oh, well, true. Yeah, we, well, you go all the way up there, you're going to spend more than one day. I think so. It's true. Right. <laughs> what about roasts?
0: Uh, well, if we still have time, I don't know. There but, is time oh, for I okay. I just have this one actually as a roast. And really more than anything, this is kind of a candidate for the worst human being ever. oh I don't know if you guys saw this one, but there was a man who, uh, he's from New Jersey, and apparently he was briefly married to a woman back in 1974. And uh, he has passed, uh, spent the past few months where he goes to her grave every morning and he pees on it. So apparently oh. he has some grudge. <laughs> uh, and uh, they said even he leaves plastic bags full of poop. Oh. And uh, so her children, who I think the daughter was as a result of their marriage, but he never really knew him, You know, they contacted the, the cemetery and, and they were able to put up some game cameras and stuff and, and caught video of him doing it. So I just thought, what a horrible human being that, that that's, yeah. that's that's what you do. Well, he doesn't drink. He's got dementia. He that's probably true. More, probably right? true. So yeah. but the worst part <laughs> point. the part where it got a little funny, I guess, in a sense, is that the the the, <laughs> the lady's son said um, that they have these video and pictures and it shows that basically every morning the man drives uh between six fourteen AM and six eight eight eighteen AM with his current wife they drive together. It's a couple thing. Get out of the car, walk to her grave, and pee on it. And his quote was, I can't get my wife to go out to dinner, but this guy gets his wife to go along with him to desecrate my mom's remains every morning, and he was pissed off. I just thought that that part was a little funny about it, but uh, he maybe— yeah. Oh, no pun intended. I didn't even realize I said that. But uh, but anyways, probably a candidate for one of the worst human beings I've heard about this year. And that's that's saying a lot, because there's a lot of horrible people in this world right now. Yeah. I don't even— yeah. I don't even know where to start with that guy. The guy needs
3: he needs he's got. Let it go. You have a new wife.
0: Yeah, you have a new wife, new life, and
1: and by the way, she won the jackpot. Apparently, new wife. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At what point
0: did
3: she say, "Hey, do we have to go here
1: again? (laughs) We We went here yesterday (laughs) morning. Aren't you over her? (laughs) Yeah. I'm so over her that I have to go there every morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's there's some deep, deep, dark something wrong there horrible person thanks for sharing that Sorry story yeah, Sorry started bring it down
0: after fat bear week i brought you yeah. up with fair Bear fat Bear, and then i brought <laughs> right. you back down but i'm gonna bring you right back up Ooh, on the poor one It's our roller, right, so roller coaster baby roller coaster i'm pouring out for sobriety oh because i don't know if you guys I'm saw this
1: another beer while he talks about but the yeah so <laughs> the uh
0: the world cup is coming in late november uh the world cup is a soccer tournament for those that aren't aware Um, And the city (laughs) council in Washington, D.C. recently approved a bill that they're calling the World Cup Emergency Amendment Act of 2022. And this bill allows bars, taverns, hotels and breweries to remain open 24 hours a day and serve alcohol between 6 a.m. and 4 a.m. So that means you can. So 22 hours a day you can get hammered in Washington, D.C., uh, which I guess is good news for everyone, but those people that are like 5 a.m. drinkers. 5 a.m. drinkers are, I'm sorry, you can't drink at 5 a.m. They can have some food. But uh, but the rest of the time, you guys are going So that is the World Cup Emergency Amendment Act of 2022. Um, someone's getting this right. You know, yeah.
3: they pass a lot of crappy shit, our government. But that's That seems like, no, that that makes that's, sense. That's what I said.
0: Yeah, it, it, They're looking at it, and they're saying, people are going to watch these games, and most of the games are happening at really odd hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they should be able to drink,
1: so... Mm. Yeah. It's gonna
0: be a uh That is the it,
1: most sensible
0: thing I've heard out of Washington, DC yes, in, in a long time. That, in a that, long time. Plus sense. think about that. That time of year, November, December, like there's the weather's terrible. Yeah. There's hardly any light. So what bears, else are are you gonna, yeah, bears, bears are already hard, Yeah, bears are <laughs> <over>. <laughs> the
3: Bear week is over. <laughs> <It's> over.
0: <laughs> bear week is over. So what else are you gonna do? So that's that's kind of where it is. So
1: that's I can't point. imagine you're
2: gonna you're gonna wake up and drink this belching beer. And, well. and so
0: what t- and
1: what time? Can you hit me with the times again? Sorry.
0: Uh oh, the time that you I'm can drink. I'm taking notes. Six a.m. Uh, you can drink between six a.m. and four a.m. So the only times you can't drink is basically between four a.m. At 6 a.m. Oh, shit. I got to get to the cemetery early. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to change your, change your uh, time schedule there. So, ladies and
1: gentlemen, this has been Toast, Roast, and Pour One Out.
0: So are we on another beer yet? Or are we, we are on another beer, okay, but I,
1: I wanted a little bit more of the
0: Tropical Gangster. I think this is going to be a really good 6 a.m. beer.
1: Mm, yeah, Tropical Gangster would be yeah. a fantastic Holy cow, 6 a.m. beer. What, what a terrific growler. Yeah. It's been open this whole time, and it's still icy cold. How about with your eggs? Yeah. That,
2: That's the growler. That is right.
1: some growler game, Tom. That is, yeah. Mm.
2: That was a gift from my son. Check it out. It's embroidered. What what nice. nice. boy. It's embroidered. I
0: never didn't know it was possible to embroider metal. It's, he crocheted himself. Oh, he himself. did crochet it.
1: <laughs> He's a talented kid. This is from our friends at Two for Brew. We had that great interview. I'm going right? to go
0: more than friends. I'm going to say heroes, like personal heroes of mine. Because yeah. I was so impressed with their trip and what they're doing. Brad and Tamara. Yeah. Car value.
1: There, Yeah. We figured that That's out. That's right. They're traveling America looking uh, to hit every brewery they can. Yeah. And looking for a home and looking they to sold their out. house in Alaska yeah. and have hit the road and they're a forever home. And they're doing their beach and beer yep. cruise right now. now. And yeah, Right now
0: they're is. probably somewhere along the uh California coast. Hopefully they hit some of the breweries we suggested. Yeah,
1: and this yeah. is the last of their planning. Everything else is freeform. They're just yeah. going for nice. it. Nice. But they yeah. did say like they
0: might be back in town in the winter because they want to go stay somewhere warm because they've been in Alaska. So hopefully yeah. they'll look us up
1: again and we'll be really we'll sad if they don't reach out. Yeah. I'm gonna be really sad. But they shared beers with us. Yeah. No, it's they super, brought they us some brought beers us from their beer travels. From, you know, so this people. one is from the Big Friendly Brewing. It's organic. It's the Mosaico Pale Ale, Oklahoma City. So along their travels. Yeah, it's all organic. So uh, highest quality ingredients. Source local whenever you can. And this is it, Mosaico, which I do like a Mosaic Pale Ale. Carlsbad Bed Crush being uh, in my top uh, beers ever.
3: Me too.
0: What I like about it too is because one of my favorite like beers that I've had is, are from Prairie Artesian. They make some of the best sours, and they're in Oklahoma, so this gives me more reason to go to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So if I can get multiple, that's a growing things, list yeah. of now two things. Two things to go to Oklahoma. <laughs> Actually, I like their music too. I'm a big Turnpike Troubadour fan, and they're from Oklahoma, so it smells delicious. It does. Got that mosaic on the
1: nose, but definitely a pale ale. Doesn't smell like an IPA at all. <laughs> Hmm, that's good. Oh, that's
3: good. That's really good. I'll go to Oklahoma. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I'll go to Oklahoma. Yeah, cheers. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Brad and
3: Tamara. Thanks, Brad and Tamara.
1: Yeah. And the Big Friendly for brewing this.
3: That's fantastic. That, oh, yeah. That is really smooth. That's nice.
1: It's a little piney on the very first sip. It, and then it goes, goes away. And, yeah, and is, cleans oh, itself that, right up. That is clean. But if you like the pineiness you won't be disappointed because you get it right in the front. Yeah. But it's, uh, it doesn't stick around. Zappa. Yeah, that's good. Take, I'm taking a look That's at the uh, brewery itself right now. It's a pretty fancy place. Like you were saying in Texas, they have so much more room. They have space, and this they all have this space. is another one yeah. it has got a lot of space. Yeah, when
0: you got space, it's, it's all right. A lot easier to do some All
1: more right, stuff. I'm in. I'm in. Big all right, friendly. road trip to Oklahoma. Can we stop I, off and see the bears? Yep. Okay.
3: Dub bears. That's on the way, right? Alaska mm-hmm. well, Alaska's on the way, sort of indirectly.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure it's on the way to anywhere. It's a Oklahoma. Spike. <laughs>
3: oh, it's a, they got some
1: great music. Their red dirt music's fantastic. Well, it's fall. We're looking through the next weeks. So we got some cool stuff. We had pumpkin stuff. Yep. Mm. We've got uh, Halloween stuff, candy yep. stuff. They're having that this year. We're still enjoying Oktoberfest. True. Hopefully, some cooler weather in the near future. Yep. I don't know how we're supposed to survive in weather that's in the low to mid 80s. Yeah, how are we supposed to suffer through that? Uh, hopefully, cool off because I've got my my fall. Uh, some outfits. sweatshirts I want to wear. I've got my yeah. tweed. Yeah. I've got my scarves. My my boots. No, I just wear shorts and (laughs) (laughs) T-shirts. We got Veterans Day stuff, Thanksgiving Day stuff. And we're going through those holidays thinking, all right, what are our shows through November? Because we're planners. Mm -hmm. If you think we're just throwing this together on the drive here. We're not. You're probably wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But we found one outlier on the holiday docket. True. Columbus Day.
0: I'm not sure why. I've said this forever. I mean, I understand the whole Columbus Day versus National Indigenous Day and all that kind of stuff, but why are we celebrating a guy that was lost? So that's basically it. And, a maniacal
1: uh, murdering. And he, lost and, guy. Yeah, not to
0: mention the fact that it, other than that too, he wasn't the first person that discovered uh, this country, and uh, you know, in terms of set foot on this soil, and 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 among other things, and then among all the stuff that 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 they did. But so I always find that very interesting that he got have his Day. his. Uh... PR firm, yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. It was amazing. Like we have statues, <laughs> right? we have statues of Columbus in the a United national States. National Day. He, from he never us. even set foot in North in in the United States. In the, what is now in the United yeah, States. Yeah. So so ultimate it makes no sense. Ultimate spin zone. Ultimate spin zone. That's right. When you're, you're talking, talking about shoes. He, he got, got close. close. He got close. <laughs> he did get close. Yeah. Yes. But but <laughs> I guess what I'm saying when you're talking about the ultimate PR firm spin zone that just basically spun that that failure into a massive success. He was a handsome guy. Yeah, apparently, I don't yeah. know.
1: So. In the spirit of Columbus epic failures,
0: you did some research. I did do some research. So I, I took a look and I said, all right, let's see if we can find some other things that you know basically were epic failures but that ultimately ended up with successes. And so it's kind of interesting when you look. I mean uh, you have a lot of individuals that uh, had failure that then ended up being successful, which I think are should be inspirational. Uh, I, I pulled a couple that I I found I, I'll use the word ironic failures. Um, did you guys realize that Martin Luther King Jr. got a C in public speaking? Oh, (laughs) I mean, I'm glad he stuck to that, too, because if he was a a modern student, he would have dropped that class to find something easier to take. Find something he's good at. That (laughs)
3: is a good message to our youth. You know, don't give up. Like Michael Jordan didn't make the team. You know, Martin Luther King got a C in public speaking. Yeah. So then, come on.
0: This one, too, don't is another one. Me. I don't, I mean, honestly, I, if these publishers still have a job, but 12 publishers rejected J.K. Rowling's original Harry Potter. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine that being one oh. of those publishers going, Yeah, I didn't really think it was going to catch oh. on. I mean, that's brutal. Um, another one, uh, film school. I, I, I believe it might have been USC, I don't know, but they rejected Steven Spielberg three times. Yeah. He didn't get dropped once, but three times a point was not, was not a de- denied. Bring no, us argu- something unique. Yeah, arguably yeah. one of the best filmmakers well, of our time. Yeah. Do you may have started with like Schindler's List. Like, ah. Yeah. Do you know that Apple fired Steve Jobs from his own company yeah, originally? Yeah. So, I mean, yes. and, and look what he did. Albert Einstein failed his school entrance exam. So no. Yeah, apparently, yeah. It's because uh, it's like in English or and Japanese. And then uh, the other one, uh, apparently at, at one point the grand old Opry fired Elvis Presley. Just <laughs> didn't have it. And then my favorite one of this one is Walt Disney was fired from the Kansas City Star newspaper because his editor felt he lacked imagination and had no wow, good ideas. Yeah. So, so those were just some ironic failures of like, hey, you know what? Stick to it in this. Uh So then I go, well, let's talk about. It. So these were the other part I got onto was some products that were invented for one purpose, uh, but ended up being used for something totally out, uh, nice. completely different. Yeah. Right. So. Play-Doh. We all know what Play-Doh is, right? We all probably played with it as a, as a kid and everything else. It actually was first invented in the 1930s, and they the, the, a soap manufacturer um, invented it thinking it would be a great wallpaper uh, cleaner. Yeah, right. and it, it it obviously it wasn't. Um, and so for... Uh, 20 years, nothing was done with it. And then his son goes, hey, I'm going to repurpose this as a clay for preschoolers. And now we have Play-Doh. So think about oh, that, where that's that comes cool. from. It's like, all in marketing, cool? baby. Yeah, marketing. marketing. Um, so these are like the spin. Zone. And then Coca-Cola. Yeah, I don't know if you guys realize this, but Coca-Cola was originally invented as an alternative to morphine addiction
4: mm.
0: and to treat headaches and relieve anxiety. So think about where we are now with Coca-Cola. Uh, bubble wrap. Uh, bubble wrap. The guys that originally invented bubble wrap they were hoping to make it as textured wallpaper. They thought people would like textured <laughs> wallpaper, <laughs> so they invented bubble wrap <laughs> oh, and, uh, so you could like bounce yeah. off
3: it. Yeah, a horrible I don't know. idea.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and obviously that didn't work out. And it really wasn't until about 1959 uh, when IBM was talking about their new computer, and they pitched it to them as a as a wrapping material, uh-huh. and, and the rest obviously because they had a warehouse yeah. full yeah, of up, it. Full <laughs> <up> textured <laughs> wallpaper, um, Lysol. I thought Lysol was... Actually, in the first half of the 20th century, Lysol was advertised as a vaginal douche. Because they said, basically, at the time, birth control methods like condoms and diaphragms were super expensive. So the Lysol ads were like, Hey... Use this, uh, it'll it'll keep you from contraceptive. So they said, basically, uh, not only did it fail to prevent pregnancy, but it burned like a mother when they put it on there. So that was a <laughs> horrible spin on that. And then, obviously, it became a, what it is now. And then the other one I thought was hilarious was uh, Listerine. So
3: Listerine apparently— Wait, wait, wait. Listerine and the douche. Okay, I'm just trying, right. so trying keep, to clear my trying yeah. to clear my head. All right, yeah. we're
0: going to Listerine now. Right, okay. Listerine was invented apparently 135 years ago, and it was first invented as a surgical antiseptic. But they also marketed it as a cure for gonorrhea. No, oh. and, and uh, they said it's an art- coming full circle. Yeah, an article from 1988 recommends this is what the article says. It says Listerine, use it for sweaty feet and soft corns developing between the toes. And then over the course of the next century, it has been marketed as uh, an additive to cigarettes. A cure for the common cold, dandruff treatment, and and it wasn't until basically the 1920s that it became a germ-killing thing that is good for bad breath. But it's really when you think of where it started, basically or. snake oil. Yeah, snake oil. So where where it evolved to. So I thought those were some great ones where these products were invented. Tried to like hell to market them for one thing and uh, didn't happen. But ultimately, huge success because it did. They figured out something it was good use for, and all of those were our multi-million, probably billion-dollar nice. products. So. Um, And I'm going to leave the last one for you, because I know you have a good one, too. Oh, yeah, I
3: got one. So they were, uh, you know, in the science world, there's basically, you know, most inventions are mistakes, right? So uh, they're getting a bunch of volunteers to, uh, you know, for some people that had chest pain. Do you have mild chest pain? Come volunteer for our study. Well, a lot of people kept volunteering because, you know what, the volunteers were getting like three- and four-hour erections, Guess what they discovered? Viagra. Yeah. There you go. So that was Pfizer. Pfizer was running yeah. this study, you know, for chest pains, and well, people were getting erections for three or four hours.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I saw that one, and I, I knew you said you read it. But and do you realize that Viagra goes from that from a failed experiment? To now it says it makes in basically $1.9 billion a year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what a, what a, you talk about a, a spin zone or what a, what a failed success. Uh, right. that, that's might be the epitome of all of them. And somewhere
1: in there, they've got the cure for the common cold, but they won't release they've that. They probably will
0: not release that, right. Well, apparently they had it at one time, it was Lysol.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go home and try that. I'm yeah. do a little actually,
0: Lysol. Actually, the funny thing was, is the one I pulled up on, it says Listerine. Cure for gonorrhea and, and parentheses. Don't try this at home. It's like <laughs> if you try this at home, you're an idiot. But let's be honest. Uh, during COVID, what, we had people injecting horse sure stuff. In, I yeah, mean, some yeah, people will try anything. Snake oh, yeah. Yeah. oils, you know, everything. So that's not new. It isn't new. <laughs> yeah. I found an ancient
1: one. Really? Yeah. So the spin game isn't isn't anything new. This goes back to the ancient Egyptians and the Egyptian gods, um, and it involved beer. I was just kind of reading through. I'm like, oh, that was an interesting story. Yeah. And then I saw, wait a minute, there's beer involved. Uh, this is a version of the Great Flood myth, predates the biblical flood in Genesis. There's a bunch of flood stories. They're like Marvel movies, a pretty bunch. much flood stories in mythology. So, yeah. or airport disaster movies in the 70s. There's a lot of them. Anyways, this is about the Egyptian goddess Hathor. The god Ra, he's that top dog, big cheese headhunter guy. Him. Yeah, he's uh, he was incensed at the evil and ingratitude of humans. They weren't doing the things. He, he made them to be decent, and they weren't being decent. So he decides, well, we'll just destroy all of them. Uh, so he sends the goddess Hathor out to destroy humanity, and she starts this bloodbath that becomes just rivers of blood and this flood of blood. Going from town to town, destroying everything. Yeah. Um, Roz, first he's pretty pleased, like oh, this is going well. This is what I want to do: clean house. Yeah. And then he gets a little dismayed, starts to feel a little guilty. So he he has to get her to stop. So he takes a massive quantity of beer, dyes it red, sets it in her path, and she thinks it's more blood to quench her wrath. So she starts drinking all the the red it beer. It's like a sour, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it was not like really a, sour. Really yeah. Sour. It was a kettle sour. Yeah. <laughs> She gets drunk, falls asleep, wakes up as a, the peaceful goddess she was once. Again, she's nice and peaceful. So she basically destroys like half of humanity, gets drunk, wakes up. The spin, Ra tells the people that are left over, she's your savior because of her and her beer and her. we, we need to have festivals and you need to thank her for saving mankind. Wow! So they had beer drinking festivals and... Uh, to celebrate Hathor and her kindness. Wow! So that's that's a pretty good. That spin. is very cool.
0: An added bonus: she never suffered from dementia either.
1: No, no yeah, n- dementia. Yeah, she was totally cured. And back in the uh, ancient city of Dindera, they found a, you know, altar or whatever they have for the Egyptian gods, uh, worshiping her. And the inscription said, "The mouth of a perfectly contented man is filled with beer."
0: Hmm. Wow! So that's, those
1: are words to live by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It rings true today.
0: Yeah, it does, and that's why we have festivals. Rah rah! The more you know, and the more you know. So how about that? <laughs> Cheers. Good story. Yeah, here's to the first uh, Red Ale. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we got another beer. Yeah. Woo hoo! I'm still enjoying this mosaic. It is, is cool. It's delicious. It's Good beers today. Yeah.
2: Good job, Oklahoma. So this next one is from firefighter Joe. Thank you, firefighter Joe. This one is from Big Sky Brewing Company in Montana.
0: Cool spot. You guys should go.
2: And it's called Shake a Day Double Juicy IPA. Shake a Day. Shake a Day. And uh, pop this big guy. Shake a Day Juicy IPA.
1: It's quite a can.
0: It is. Shake, shake, shake. Oh, wait. Sorry. Can you say that? Oh. <laughs> I
1: don't know
2: what you can say anymore. I don't know either. You talking about so, my can, yeah, he, nice cans. So the so the can art is interesting because you got basically it looks like you're playing liar's die or something. So I looked up the story behind it. It's an imperial devil, obviously. In Montana, we have a pastime bar game called Shake a Day. Each day at your favorite watering hole, you get one opportunity to throw fifty cents into a pot with hopes of rolling five of a kind and winning a pocket full of cash. This favorable risk to reward. Yahtzee. Right, yep, true. Favorable risk to reward is our inspiration for brewing this aggressive American style IPA, brewed with Pacific Northwest and Australian hop varieties. Bright aromas and and pine dominate the palate. The clean, well attenuated finish has enough body to leave you wanting another roll of the dice.
1: Well, that is an old school yeah. double IPA. Yes, it is. That's like San Diego's. What five six years ago, yeah. <laughs> every brewery. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Oh, yeah. I got to think that Montana has a lot of games because they spend a lot of times indoors, and they got to pass right. a lot of time. Oh, you're not right going to play a
1: lot of games with, with too many of these. No, no, no. <laughs> They're taking notes from Canada.
0: Yeah. Mm. So, No, the difference I think there is in Canada, they go outside still at that time, which is just crazy. That's true. They
2: play, they they play their, hockey up they there. They
0: get on their snowmobiles, and they go curl, or they play hockey. Yeah, you know, once it, all Canada of, is, and you're, yeah. you're out. Well, but think about that when it's... 25 below, you have about two or three cans of this, and you're feeling pretty good, and you're yeah. not so well, cold anymore. It is actually 8.2, yeah. so yeah. yeah, pretty rich. Ooh, pretty that's rich. what I
1: expect, Fred. That's what I would think it is. It's it's yeah, a it's super a very hoppy. traditional, yeah, yeah. Description was perfect, very piney, yeah. Um, hoppy IPA, not my cup of tea, yeah. But thank you, Firefighter well Joe, because nice it's a unique, bye, bye, Joe. um, but if you're looking for if the IPA is your style, that and you're like, why don't they make IPAs like they used to? They this still do this at Big it.
0: Sky, Montana. <laughs> and you got to go. I I'll be honest, I was at that brewery this summer and awesome place. Their music venue is phenomenal. And they make one of the best brown nails out there with moose drool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's yeah. them. That's them. Oh, yeah yeah. 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 They make some great beers. That's a good beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Thanks, Firefighter Joe. It's, God, I'm wrapping my
1: my mind around it. Yeah. I'm, it's taking me back. <laughs> it's
2: that's taking good, me though, back it's,
1: a day
0: it's, it's well done as far as, like I said, for that style.
2: Speaking of take you back, it's been a while. Doc, you got something
3: for us? I got a BNB, boys. Welcome, once again, to Beer or Not a Beer, the hoppiest game show in podcast land. I almost forget how to play. <laughs> I, n- I remember how to lose. Yeah, I, well, I thought <laughs> I'd never forgotten how to lose. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring you... Four beers. Three are truly beers. One beer I thought of, who knows when. Hmm, thinking of Little Blue Pills, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Which I don't need yet, by the way. By Not that. that there's anything wrong with that. Not there's anything yeah, wrong yeah, with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, four beers. Three are real. Your job is to choose the one I made up. Beer number one. Is West Indian Viagra Stout? Can you now? All these beers are one style. Can you guess what style Viagra beers might be? Stout. 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 There beers. we go. Yeah. So I'm not going to name the style anymore. They're all stouts. Got it. Beer number one: West Indian Viagra. Beer number two, actually has stout in its name. It's Woody Stout. Beer number two: Woody Stout. Beer number three: Tony's awkward erection. Tony's awkward erection. That's a great name. And beer number four is Barry Boner. <laughs> Barry Boner. Which beer is oh, not a beer? Once again, oh boy, beer number one, one. <laughs> West Indian Viagra Stout. Beer number two, Woody Stout. Uh, sorry, is it it's, Woody's? It's, West, it's, it's West Indian Viagra. Beer number two is actually it's called Woody Stout. Okay, it's beer Woody number, Stout, not as in Woody yeah, Stout. Okay. Beer number three is Tony's Awkward Erection. And beer number four is Barry Boner. Again, they are <laughs> all stouts. Which beer is not a beer? Sound guy? You always turn right, damn it. I always do. Because I lean to the left, (laughs) turn to the right. I've heard that. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Barry Boner. Barry Boner.
0: (laughs) From the alliteration standpoint, I love that name. I feel like it's probably not. But I'm going to go West Indian Viagra Stout. West Indian Viagra uh, Stout. That was my second choice.
3: And...
1: Each one you said, I like, well, that's not a beer. Yeah. That's not a beer. So um, I'm going to go with the only one I think you could get away with, Woody Stout. Woody
3: Stout. Which I actually think is probably the only one that's a beer. No, I right. think but
0: The that, awkward direction has yeah. got to be
3: one. Well, one. Tony's awkward erection yeah. really is a beer. I didn't write down where the hell it's from. Anyway, <laughs> uh, beer number one, West Indian Viagra Stout, is really a stout from Ornery Beer Company Ornery. in Virginia. Yeah, figures. So we have beer number two, Woody Stout, and beer number four. Barry Boner. Beer number two, Woody Stout. Really is a beer from Lost Rhino Brewing. Of course, Tom, once again. Always. Tom, once again. I don't know again. why he complains about going first. I know. There you go. Just wanted to say Barry Boner. Barry Boner, Boner is why. the beer I made up. Oh, Barry. Oh, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for playing, BNB. Ladies and gentlemen, did you guess Barry Boner? If you did, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We got some beers to rank. That's
0: true. I got to look back when I ranked them.
1: All right. Got it. We had a Tropical Gangster Kettle Sour from our friends over
3: at Belching Beaver right down the road. For me, I was on a sliding scale. Started about a 3.2 and slid up the more I drank it to about a 3.7. I, it did get better. There
1: you yeah. go. Yeah. It was just a weird It was a weird beer, so you had to get used to it. Yeah. Tom?
3: I
0: gave it a
1: 4.5. Nice.
0: I went 4.0 on it. I, I, I actually, it grew on me.
1: I started at a 4.0 and probably ended up around four one four two. It did saw, get a little better.
3: It was a sliding scale.
2: When I realized
0: right. it was good. When I realized that I needed to have beers to drink at 6 a.m., I'm like, this thing's moving up. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: exactly <laughs> it. If it yeah. was
0: summertime and yeah. it was noon, I bet it's a 4.5. This
1: will be my hey,
3: World Cup beer. Hey, hey. Yeah, I'm going to put some rum in that. I'm telling yeah. you. That's oh, I think good. It's no, good. exactly. Yeah. It
1: was a good beer. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Mosaico Pale Ale from Brad and Tamara. Two for brew. Yeah,
3: I like that one. I'm
2: at a 4.2. I'm right there with you. 4.0. 4.2. 4.0
1: for me. And then we had the shake Double IPA.
3: Yeah, you know, I just wasn't in the mood for that one. So I'm going to give it a 3.5. Just throw mine out.
2: I was having flashbacks to like five, six years ago. And uh, I think I'll give it a 3.89.
3: Wow. <laughs> Why not? 3.89, wow.
1: okay. Well, I went, I rounded up and went 3.9. I had 3.75. Oh, it's just not my style. It but isn't, but it was good. I it's appreciated well what yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, But I'm telling you what, if you like your
0: double IPAs, it'll like it. I know a lot of people that really, really like that beer. Yes. Yeah, that's for the kids, you know? That's yeah. a, that's the that beers or the kids. people that are stubborn, the IPA all day kind of people, and right. and firefighter Joe,
1: because he's never he's there, yeah, you know, he's never met a double this, IPA he didn't like. If
3: you start <laughs> with that at 6 a.m. for the World Cup, you're not last. You're
2: not making it to <laughs> yeah, the halftime game. Yeah. You're done at halftime. You need a nap at halftime. <laughs> Give me a sub. <laughs> In
3: fact, you know we should come up with a schedule of beers to drink if you're starting at 6 a.m. to try to make it through the
2: last match.
3: What do you drink? So like the the juicy one we start at 6 a.m. and then what beers are you drinking? So you can actually. Be enjoying the last Pace yourself. match. That's now, true. What time will the last match be? Soccer, um, I soccer, think some Jeff? of
0: them are like eleven. I think most of them, if they're they have an after like that's their afternoon. That's one. the last one for us. 11. To be eleven. Yeah, the earliest ones actually start. I want to say like at five or, or it might even be earlier. I think there's three windows. I think it's like a it's like a five, eight, and eleven or something like that. Those are the three windows, right. and there might even be an earlier one for certain days if they have four. But yeah, they're not not the. It's not the most opportune time, like I said, yeah. especially timing of the year and everything else. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Gotcha. It's much better when that's the summer because I can wake up, watch all those games, and go yeah, back yeah. to sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> this one, I'm just gonna have to tell my class, do some work, and I'm gonna watch all the games. <laughs> and you guys don't bug me. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, actually, it starts on the nice part is it. Is the first week of the World Cup is uh, Thanksgiving week, and we're Perfect. off. So Just I can it. Just played in Spanish. Oh no, well, well, we will play. All my most of my students will want to watch it. So watch it. It's culture. It's cultural. It's a cultural event. <laughs> we have to watch it. It's yeah. So you're, ¿Cómo se dice gol? Yeah, exactly. español. And I was like, listen. <laughs> I'll All tell right. you the honest thing, and I probably should have roasted him right now because if anybody who's a soccer fan is going, what the heck is up with the men's national team? I mean, we we lost 0 to Japan, and we went 0-0 with Saudi Arabia. Whoa, and those are, Saudi two, Arabia. those are our two. Those are our two warm up matches. Those are the last matches we're playing, and then we got to go play in the world cup against wales england and iran we're done we're, we we it's we got a steep hill to climb if well, we're gonna try you for and get reminding out. me that we have a men's team yes i'm sorry yes we do yeah it's all about the women they soccer. can't seem to be getting boy. out of their way right now so it's uh it'll be uh unimpressed those of us that are our fans and follow them fairly religiously and and watch every one of their matches it's hmm. very frustrating right hmm. now so we got that look to look forward yeah to. there you go right so Listeners on oh, go, oh, the good news, Chargers lost last week, so there we go. Boom. <laughs> hey.
2: No, they didn't. Chargers they didn't just lose. Lost. They got they em- Chargers fan. Yeah. They didn't lose. They lost. They got embarrassed. At Depending all. on
1: when we release this, hopefully they've lost again, yeah, so okay, that yeah. still makes sense. That's fair.
3: Okay. Suck it. <laughs> you all like know what Chargers. I'm talking about. Go Chargers. Go Chargers. Go,
1: Chargers. go away. That's yeah. right. You know Chargers. I'm always so disappointed on a Monday morning when I see the team plane landed. Uh, listeners. <laughs> oh, what?
0: <Jeez>. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like that. That's good.
1: Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us, wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now we got to run.
3: B-A-A-R-U-N, beer run.
2: B-A-A-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver.
4: B-A-A-R-U-N, beer run.